It's that time of year again when your nice hosts take a few weeks off from new episodes. But before we do, we pick a few of our favorites from the past year to heat up in the microwave and serve to you while we're on hiatus. In previous years, each of us pick a few episodes and explain why we picked them. But this year, Ellen said, look over there, and picked them all while Steven and I were distracted. This week's nice replay is episode 220, My Face is Over Here, Special In-Person Special, originally published June 10th, 2021. Ellen, I know you picked this, but I would have. This is an important episode for us. Yeah. Tell us why. Well, because, you know, there's this pandemic. <laughs> oh, I, I, j- I almost forgot. We uh, got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so that we had been recording over Discord mm-hmm. since basically since I became one of the permanent hosts. Yeah. yeah. It, was yeah. A re- it was like a big coming home for the show as a format, but it was a brand new thing for you. Yeah, right. Because as soon as we started, I mean, it was like the week after we were starting up mm-hmm. um, when I joined as a permanent host. It was like, okay, well, now you're going into lockdown and you can't record in person. Bye. <laughs> and we had to figure out the whole online workflow and everything. But this was when we got to start recording in person again. Yeah. For yeah. After so many months. Right. And the topic of like what we talk about, it's like a freewheeling episode. Mm. Yeah. We, did, we had no agenda. We had nothing we needed to say. We didn't pick any topics or outlines or do any research. And I know longtime listeners would be like, that doesn't sound that different. <laughs> But this one's special to me because it kind of just shows that, like, one, that um, uh, hopefully you'll agree, listener, that we can be interesting enough for an hour talking about nothing. Gosh, I hope so. Um, but also, we we really talk about, like, our time over the pandemic and uh, how things have changed. And it's also a snapshot, as you're listening to it now, of that time in June, yeah. which was very different from the moment we're in right now. And yeah. I think that... That flowing narrative of the pandemic is something that we has been running in tandem with the show for the past two years. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's kind of interesting. So there's a lot going on in this one, even though there's no one topic to speak of. Yes. Also, there's two specials in the title, and that has made me slightly upset, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the special in-person special, Stephen. Oh, okay. All it, right. I didn't title this one, as you can tell. <laughs> Right, and that's actually the main reason why I picked it. <laughs> Just to bother Stephen. It only needs one word. Oh, so it would be better if it were special in person? Yeah, come on, Stephen. Don't be ridiculous. Fine. From one single location in Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development, but not this time. We're going to be talking about a bunch of other random crap because we have no agenda for this one. It's a special... Special, special, special in-person special. Special. Where we are all in the same room together. Yes. And, uh... That's the draw. That's the, that's the hook. <laughs> right. That's the special part. Uh, so let's get going. <laughs> so let's start. If, if everyone is ready... Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel, too. Hi. So this is going to be, uh, dear listener, uh, this is going to be a weird one. Yeah. Um, we don't know if it's going to be any good. Um, yeah. but it's important for us. So I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. Probably. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We're chariz- charismatic. Charismatic. That's how you speak. Charismatic. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's very awkward because like, I'm not used to using this microphone. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to lean back. I'm going to turn down your microphone a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> See, We've had difficulties the whole uh, the whole pandemic with my voice because the way I speak, I like speak very quietly sometimes, and other times I'm very loud. 
So, and I don't control it. I don't control it very well. Actually, this is a problem at my when I go to like family gatherings and things. <laughs> my dad will very frequently be like, "Hey, can you can you can you be quiet?" And I'm like, "No, I can't. I don't know how to do that." And then three <laughs> minutes later, like, "But can you speak up?" Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, they never have it. I think I'm probably a lot louder with my family than I am with most people. <laughs> I mean. I've known you a little while. Yeah. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've seen me with my brother. So yeah, that's maybe... true. <laughs> I guess listeners have heard me with my brother. Yeah. So they know about it. So, Ellen, this <sighs> is a particularly new thing. We're staring at each other right in the eyes right now. You Stop. And, me. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been a guest. You'd- you were a guest on the show a bunch of times before we uh, brought you on as a permanent host. Yeah. And we your first couple episodes, we were recorded in my kitchen. And then we immediately went up. So basically, your tenure has been pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so is super weird for you, I bet. It is. A, it is weird. I remember when I was a guest a second time or maybe a third time we recorded here in your apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, when I joined the host, when I joined the show as a permanent host, literally like the day after, it feels yeah. like then the pandemic started and we had to figure this Whole and yeah. we we developed a whole bunch of system. I mean, this is true of all podcasts. Uh, you know, we developed yeah. a whole way to do this, and we we hit the ground running. We didn't miss a week. I think yeah. I'm pretty proud of us that we were able to make it work. Mm-hmm. We developed new structures for the show. We got a whole bunch of new guests. Right. We I think I think with the grow the, the show grew a lot mm-hmm. yeah. in the past year. Um, and I think like a lot of people who like are learning lessons from the pandemic or or just being kicked out of their routine and finding a new way. It's not always related to the pandemic. But I, I think we did that, too. Um, and so it's weird for me, too, because like it's not just going back to before pandemic time, but before all the growth that the show has had in the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it does seem strange. Just looking at the two of you two feet away from me. It's weird. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird, you it, guys. It, yeah, it is. There's no. Well, I have a screen in front of me. It's my laptop. But yeah. <laughs> there's no faces on it. I'm just seeing text. Right. My face is over here. Yeah. My face is over here. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do both things yeah. anymore. Ah. So we are recording in uh, my home office now. We moved out of my kitchen. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, and we're going to be here for a while, but we're still going to be doing, I think, interviews are probably going to be remote mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part. Um, you know, the we'll talk, get into more pandemic stuff, but the pandemic is not over. Right. I think it's, it, you know, in, in we are celebrating um, and, and I think it's very rewarding for us to be able to move to this next stage, but it doesn't mean it's over. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the show is going to be going to a hybrid model, I guess we're going to go back and forth. We have to write a new intro for these in-person ones. Why do you got to bring that up? Uh, (laughs) There's a lots of little flotsam related to the program that I think longtime listeners who have seen, heard the show change over the years, evolve slowly in bits and pieces. Uh, it's another era of that. It's going to be interesting because today we recorded an interview today. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was the episode you listened to last week. Um, which were which was great. I was yeah. so that was, was such a, a very good, good episode. Interview. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, the two of you um got uh, uh got on a train and in a car and came over here. Yes. And um and now we're doing our stuff, but we can't. I don't know if we can do that each time where we record. What there's too much time in the day for that to work necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new world. Yeah, we're gonna have to come up with something. I don't know. We haven't we've not figured it out yet. Yeah, but no. I think we definitely. I mean, we could just keep recording remotely. It's working just fine. We don't want to do that, right? We, no, we yeah, in person is. <laughs> I know. So nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I got it, that was this whole week for me. It's like second dose it was two weeks ago on Tuesday, and then I had a whole bunch of things where I was visiting people. This is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Did, do you feel like you overloaded it a little bit? Uh, no, 
But I think anything... But I am looking forward to working from home tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah. not tomorrow. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's Memorial Day, right? So right. some people aren't working, but I will be because, I don't know, because it's time for me to go yeah. back into my cave. You, you, have, you control your own schedule. Yeah, I now. control my own schedule. Right. Right. right, right. Exactly. So, yeah. No, I don't think I overloaded myself, but uh, it has been a, it has been like a little bit like jumping into a lake in May where it's like. Yes. Okay. I feel that. You know. Yeah. Okay. Sure, if you yeah. don't live near lakes, May is a cold month for lakes. The lakes <laughs> are still cold in May. So if you jump into a lake during May, it's going to be cold. Yeah. That's not to say it's unpleasant. I didn't know that. You're going to live here all my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fair point. I mean, to be fair, I don't usually jump in lakes in May because right, it's cold. It, like, right. Now I, I, <laughs> yeah. now I know not to do that. Do, right. 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 Do it. Even though I haven't done that before. Uh, <laughs> I got to work on my analogies more in person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're um I was just coughing a minute ago and I was like, "Oh, it's fine. I'll just mute mute myself." Wait, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> mute yourself by slamming your face into a pillow and yeah, that's that, it. That's the that's the strat. No, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's something. It's something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um yeah. Uh, Until you're done coughing, not permanently. Yeah. Right, right. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, right. use the pillow, and then eventually they just stop making any noise. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, visiting. I, I mean, I, uh, I was fully vaccinated on Thursday. I saw um, an out of town friend mm-hmm. immediately. She, uh, she had been vaccinated for I think a month mm-hmm. or something beforehand too. Um, but yeah, like that was really nice. Um, and it's kind of weird, like this whole pandemic, I was very nervous that like coming in person and meeting people again in person, being social and stuff would be, um, real awkward mm-hmm. again. Cause like you hadn't done it in a year and some change. So like, um, I thought maybe I have forgotten some things, but it felt very natural for me, um, doing it again. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it's a cliche, but like, it's like riding a bike or whatever. Yeah. But it. We've all developed new habits, but it's a 14 months is a long time. It's not quite long enough to forget everything. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it moves a lot of it outside the, uh, to the back of your mind. Yes. And so you, you don't know what you remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as a result, there's a little bit of a reset too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of like your social uh, interactions and such, you kind of get the opportunity to do a little bit of resetting and reevaluating on how you enjoy social interactions and how you don't i know there's a bunch of people who like don't want to work in offices anymore because Mm -hmm. they've had to you know work from home Mm -hmm. um for so this long and they felt perfectly fine with it for me it just reestablished the fact that i definitely need office (laughs) i can't do it i'm sick of working on my couch in my in my one bedroom of her um so yeah like yeah it's kind of yeah it's wild i think For me, it's my personal. The thing that I've noticed most over the last week is that my personal bubble of space has expanded. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. So, like, just a little bit ago, when we were all hanging out, when I first got here, we were all hanging on Mark's living room, and we were all sitting. And I was like one corner of the room, and Mark was one corner of the room, and Stephen was on the couch. And I'm like, wait a second, I don't have to sit over here eight <laughs> feet away. Yeah, I can sit on the couch with Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to realize that. And then I had to do it, but it yeah. like autom- like my instinct was to sit on the opposite side of the room where I was safely outside of everyone's six foot, you yeah, know, yeah, space. Yeah. It's it was weird. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I wonder um, how quickly we're all going to go back to having the sniffles, you know, um, yeah. after after an event or something. I you know, like the um, I think a lot of people have heard this, but like flu season was non-existent this right. year mm-hmm. um, uh, for the reasons that makes you'd expect. And I think people are like, oh, I'm going to keep wearing a mask. I've never been sick. I've been, you know, been, been as healthy or whatever. I, I wonder how dedicated people are going to be to holding on to some of those good habits. And, and you know, or just because again, it's only been it's, you know, my, it's not enough to forget everything. Mm-hmm. We might yeah. just, you know, people might just have a mask in their backpack or purse or pocket uh, mo- uh, more often, but maybe it won't actually change that much. Maybe things will just go very much back to normal in a lot of ways. It's, yeah. It'll be very interesting in the next, you know, and over the next year to see. Yeah. Um, you know, and not especially because, you know, I mean, as a you know, we have an international audience, so this might seem a little bit premature to some folks. In other countries, but yeah. uh, you know the U.S. is is at a steady pace. We're about fifty percent uh, vaccinated, at least one dose uh, in the United States, and the different states have different different rates. But like, um, but yeah, that 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 timeline is going to be different for everybody, and it's going to be the last bit of it is going to still so far away. Like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of us individually, um, a lot of our life is going to go back to normal, but the world around us won't right uh, fully right away. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's going to be some time to adjusted that and e- like even our we're like slowly getting to the point where like we can do the things that we were able to do uh, a year and a half ago mm-hmm. um like going to a movie theater and stuff going to a restaurant and feeling comfortable with that um and you know not necessarily having to and, and not everybody i guess wearing masks um to, to to you know serve your food and such yeah um all of those things are going to be eventually coming back but it'll just it'll just be a slow process so and it'll just be hard to know when it's safe again yeah. i don't know because we only have statistics and we don't really we haven't been really given i mean th- throughout the entire pandemic we haven't really been given guidelines as to how we're supposed to interact in a lot of ways there's like been you can't go to things and then you can go to things but like that's not a good yes yeah way of th- it, that doesn't tell you what you need as an individual and what you feel comfortable with so it's just going to be kind of just a slow transition getting back to all of those things again. I miss movies. Yeah. yeah. Going to the theater. I miss like I can't like I, I, I hate watching horror movies. But one thing that was nice about horror movies is that like if I'm scared I can just hold on to whoever's next to me. <laughs> can't do that when you live by yourself. Yeah. I can hold on to a, a pillow, I guess, but it's not the same. <laughs> Pillows aren't quite warm. No. You heat up your pillow. Mm-hmm. They don't get scared very easily. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that's nice about pillows, that they they don't, they, they don't I, get scared. They don't get scared. I yeah. used to. I used to go to matinees because you know I'm a, I I with a freelance lifestyle. I could like take an afternoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I used to when I would get stir crazy in my home office, I would go to matinees, and I would just be like, I would see whatever. Like I yeah. I mean I'm I'm pretty picky when it comes to media, but I I would drop my guard a little bit, and <laughs> just to go have an afternoon out. Yeah. And just eat some nachos in the dark, and you know there weren't a lot of other people usually at these showings, so it was mm-hmm. kind of just still sort of by myself mm. and and but i definitely it's gonna be a while before i can like go see a bad movie again yeah because like i do miss movies as well but i i i guess i just missed the nachos in the dark part so it's gonna be a while to re- before i remind myself like no it's okay to see this crappy film because you just want to eat nachos in the dark yeah. go ahead go for it right yeah. um, like it's not this but it feels like a special event now yeah. It'll be a special event the first time where you're going to want to go see a good movie with, right. with your nachos. Yes. Right. You're not going to want to waste those nachos on a bad movie. Correct. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That well, makes sense. Ellen, you put together a short list of things 
that you want to do now. I do. That you can. That I can. Um, it would now be a good time to run through them? Sure. <laughs> Let me check my notes. <laughs> um, this, would be, this is a good comparison for listeners because, like, you know, we're not the most prepared program in podcasting history. What? What? But, no but, way. But we have outlines. <laughs> we, do, we do prep work. Yes. This is what it's like when we do less of that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, boy. That puts things in perspective, mm-hmm. too, because I do a lot of the prep work. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stephen. No, I well mean, done. what I mean is we do so little work. <laughs> and a lot of that is me. So <laughs> I appreciate y'all saying thank you. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So here are my, I, there are more than three things, but I wrote down three things. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that I would like to do, and I might need to do this sometime this week, is to go get a waffle. At the Buzz Cafe down in Burnsville. Oh, okay. So the Buzz Cafe, it's a little cafe, you know, and it's called the Buzz. Yes. Um, and <laughs> they, following you so far. Okay, good. <laughs> You're with me. And they have like 200 different types of waffles, like waffles that you can get toppings, just all kinds, like pages and pages and pages of different waffles, sweet waffles and fruit waffles and savory waffles. They have a Cuban waffle. It's part of their savory waffle menu. Mm. And it's like all the ingredients of a Cuban sandwich, but on a waffle. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so good. And I haven't had it in so long. And I really just want, I just really want that waffle. I want that good, good waffle. I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. You've talked about this on the show before. I'm sure I have. (laughs) I love it so much. I'm going to, oh, that's, I'm going to take Eric and I'm going to go get a waffle today, this week. That's my plan. Sounds good. I should double check that they're actually doing like dine-in service. Although they have outdoor seating. Okay. But I want to mm-hmm. sit inside and do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want that waffle. Yeah. I want that savory waffle. <laughs> um, and for some reason, I want to go bowling. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I, now I want to go bowling. I know, right? Like, it just hit me. I, I kind of want to go bowling. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go. Bowling. Steven, come bowling with you us. Don't I mean, have... I'll go with you for social purposes, but I don't actually want to go bowling. I don't Bo- know. Bowling places have waffle fries. Yeah, I do like waffle fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Some of them have tater tots. Pizzas. Pizzas. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you not like bowling? No, I don't dislike bowling. I just don't. I. I. For some reason, you said bowling. I was like, I have no interest one way or the other. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I. I. I am more interested in the social aspect of it. So I Mm -hmm. would go bowling with people. Even though, would you go bowling? Is it if every time someone gets up to throw a ball? Uh, they hug you on the way to the up to the lane. Okay, that's okay. Good. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> You'll be so sick of hugs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you know me well enough, Ellen. <laughs> oh boy, okay. All right, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I probably would get sick of hugs at that. It's like my turn to bowl. Okay, come in. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I'm not good at bowling, to be clear. Like this isn't. Either. Yeah, I'm really. No one's good at bowling. That's not the point. <laughs> there are there are some people, but I don't play with them because I'm so bad. Yeah. Um. But I just, you know, that's a very non-pandemic safe activity, right? Like all these people moving around, yes. touching the ball and touching the ball and being like, oh, no, that's not the one I want and putting it back. Exerting and themselves. Putting yeah. their food in their face. There's yeah. lots of air blowers oh. in various places. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so not pandemic safe, but uh-huh. that's like, that's the symbolism of it. Okay. Yeah. You know? Now I'm interested in bowling as a symbol. Yeah, the sim- you know, <laughs> yeah, the symbolism. A symbol. of, That's interesting. You just want to go really like that. touch this ball. This is not my ball. Put it down. I'm also going to touch this ball. 
It's not my ball. We're just going to touch the ball and put it back because yeah. you can. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Bowling is the true me- <laughs> measurement. <laughs> is this- it's freedom. It's what freedom is. <laughs> it's freedom is bowling. That's what our forefathers fought for. Yeah. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> That's a practice. Goodness sake. Okay. <laughs> oh, what else do you want to do, Ella? Have people over. Yeah. At my house. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know that I've ever been in your house ever. I have not. I don't think so. You should have us over. Yeah. If you need, if you need an idea for who to have over, you, you guys, have us, yes. Okay. Yes. Good I, I'm available. Good idea. I'll check the calendar, but I'm pretty sure I'm available. <laughs> I do have dogs. Just be aware. Okay, I have to keep that in mind, but I'd still come over. Yeah. yeah. I have hung out with your dogs because you've brought them places where I have been. Yeah, that's but right. I have not uh, seen your dogs in their uh, natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is making noise at you during the podcast making, recording <laughs> making noise <laughs> even earlier today i'm sure you heard it dante go <laughs> i did hear that <laughs> i didn't know what it was yeah no i put him i put him in the office with me so that he wouldn't bark at people walking by yep. um and then so he, instead he made those sounds so there's no way to win yeah <laughs> but yeah we had we had some people over for game night on thursday night um, we've been doing like Discord games, mm-hmm. um, like on Tabletop Simulator and Board Game Arena and stuff like that for several weeks. This is mostly the people who I used to do D&D with, um, but D&D is currently on hold because one of our players just had twins. Mm. Oh, So we've been doing tabletop games instead. And they, they came over and we did tabletop games at the table. Whoa. <laughs> and we put snacks in a bowl and we all ate from that bowl. Whoa. <laughs> That's so cool. It was amazing. So stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, we could like we could come over and we could all play vengeance. Yeah, I gotta fix some bucks first. <laughs> <laughs> Game is finished. It's out. I know, but there's like a soft lock issue, and uh-huh. the time trial doesn't work. And I wanted to put that in. Well, when Stephen's not there, we'll play vengeance because we, yeah. we don't want to stress <laughs> right, Stephen. Right. It's no, it's fine. We can play it. I've I've shown my game off enough to know that that you know that's just how games work. It's fine. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Those are my uh, three things. I don't have a list. I didn't make a list. Oh, I yeah. was told we weren't going to have a script, so I didn't no. prepare a script. Right. You no. will. You will be graded at the end of the program. Oh, but really? <laughs> but you didn't have to prep if you didn't think you had to. Um. Thank goodness this is an open notes test. <laughs> um. You can put bowling on your list now. No, I don't. I still don't. Want to bowl. <laughs> Not even symbolic bowling. I mean, symbolic. Yeah, symbolically, I will bowl, but. Okay. Uh, Metaphorically, I will not. I don't know. I don't know what those words but mean. I guess. Actually, will you? Mm, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I, yeah, I don't have a list of things. I just want to do. No, okay. I do have things I would like to do. I want to go to a club. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to a club in a long time, and I miss dancing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your favorite place? Where's the first place you're going to try to go? I just my friends would just drag me to places that's oh, the thing. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, i don't remember a lot of the clubs um i just go to them and then dance he likes when his friends drag him to places and still he's, re- he's resistant to bowling well, we'll to- <laughs> i said i'd go Steven, <laughs> we're going to a club <laughs> <laughs> it's totally not bowling <laughs> i'll dance with you at the bowling place there we go okay. there we go right. that sounds good um yeah i want to do that uh, what else I want to do? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, I have, I think I've been sort of avoiding, like, fantasizing about things I would like to do at the end of the pandemic because I was like, well, I'm in the middle of the pandemic. 
I do that, this is just going to be torture. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now we're getting to the point where we can do it. So now I feel a little overwhelmed because it's like I can do all these things. I mostly just want to see people I haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's mostly what I want because I just miss Inter- like I, I interacting with people online. I do not enjoy as much as interacting with people in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just literally what we're doing right now feels a lot better. And I we've been afforded a lot of opportunities just due to us being able to record the podcast online. Yeah. And I, 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 I am a very appreciative of that. And I really enjoyed that we were able to do that. But um, I mean, at the same time, it was a bit of a sacrifice, I suppose, because it's just mm-hmm. I just really like that. Just like being in person with people. Yeah. Um. So that I guess is basically what I want is I just want to be able to be in person with people mm-hmm. and also dance at clubs. <laughs> got, got, got I mean, I, th- I'm, I think intellectually, I think I agree that being with people in person is better than watching them in a little, little Zoom box. Like mm-hmm. there's just no arguing that. Yeah. But I and I we've talked about this and when we've done our pandemic check ins, like I don't. I don't know. I don't, doesn't bother me as much as sure. I think it bothers other people. And that kind of worries me a little bit. Cause like now, not that I'm not eager to go back to things, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to be making any plans really. Like yeah. I'm not motivated to like, I mean, I, I've got, I've got you guys over, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't do a podcast with anybody else. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm uh, I, I, I am a little bit worried about being left out of the, the coming out party that it, we're all going to have. I, I don't, I don't think, I think that makes sense specifically for you, Mark, just because yeah. I mean, I know you long time at this point and like, um, you are social, but like, I, I think you like having a tight knit group of people. That is true. So we're that tight knit group of people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I like having you all in little boxes where you <laughs> <laughs> just organize where I can know, keep track of you yeah. and where Ellen Kent touched your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm touching his stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a drawer. With you can just reach. assume throughout the rest of this recording that Ellen is, Ellen touching is just something. opening drawers and grabbing things in, yep. my, in my office. It's, it's, yeah. Everything will work. Yeah. Totally you invited us over. You, you, you yeah. expected this. I hope. <laughs> but I will say the things I do yeah. miss. The is uh, it's kind of boring, really. It's like I kind of just want to go to a restaurant for lunch. Sure. And put up, pull up my laptop and stay there for four hours. Yeah. Oh, that that's not amazing. boring at like, all. That, that's something I would do a lot to get out of my, um, my routine when I was working. Yeah. Is I would just go to another place to work and like the chairs weren't as comfortable. And like after a while that like, you know, they weren't as excited about refilling my soda because <laughs> they weren't going to get another <laughs> tip from me, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you know, I didn't have my, my, my two displays in front of me and it was just a, less ideal, but like, I just needed that refresh sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to I'm going to like going back to that. But that's that is still me by myself. Um, I do. Well, you, you, I mean, in that if you're going to a restaurant, you would be by yourself in that, like you wouldn't necessarily be reinteracting with a lot of people. But like yeah. you would be in a space where other people aside from your wife are in. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right. That's so true. I think that also I will say one of the things that, you know, is um, I think I've said it on the show before, but mm-hmm. like being locked in this apartment with Dale this whole this whole time yeah. has been amazing. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, you are all uh, worse for not having your lock-in experience that I had. Like <laughs> Dale true. started working from home. Yeah. Like we just we hang out all the time. Yeah. It's so great. Uh, yeah. I love her so much. Um, and so I'm I'm very fortunate that like that. You know, I, yeah, I think I'm pretty good on my own. But like I start out, I got Dale with me all the time, and mm-hmm. so that that is alone to me is having that. If I didn't have that, I think I would be much 
more depressed person about all of this. So I guess I have to remember that part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love people and I love out in the world, but yeah, I don't know that I, I, I want to necessarily, like, I don't want to go to the club. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think the club is a I, I like, kind I, of thing. Do you want to go bowling? I, well, not when you air quote it like that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ellen, take, take Mark to, to bowling and take me to the club. What does that mean though? <laughs> Where are we going? She's taking both of us to her basement to chop off our arms. (laughs) (laughs) We'd we'd be visiting your house. We'd be over at your place. That's true. Hey. (laughs) We're just going to plan a series of outings. Once to my house, Uh everyone will leave with all of their arms. (laughs) I'm going to need that in writing. (laughs) (laughs) At least I can't promise for my dogs. Just kidding. Um, And then we'll go bowling and then we'll go to the club. There we go. Sounds pretty good evening. I yeah, mean, for, first you'll be a little miserable, then I'll be a little miserable, yeah. and then the night will be over, and we'll all leave like happy. <laughs> yeah, a- Ellen will be most pleased, which is the important part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, I interrupted you though, Mark. I'm sorry. We were saying something about oh, something. J- you just- <laughs> <laughs> I just don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna use that line like. <laughs> When, when I want someone to be mad at me, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> so you were saying something about something. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see other people out in yes. the world enjoying the world. Yes. Like I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in society. And so yeah, I, yeah. that, that fills my heart, even if I'm sitting in a corner uh you know yeah. uh, uh by myself yeah. so um i do also miss working around other people um mm-hmm. and and so as much as i i am like you know i've got my command center in my home office i'm very comfortable got everything i need it's my it's my best working environment yeah um but i do miss working in a space with other people because again i get to see other people do their work and even if i don't talk to everyone all day like there's a there's an energy to that and right. I, I do really like that yeah um so but it's not the all of my like get back into the world are not things i can go do it's like things that are now happen while i do other things or so i gotta know it's kind of uh, a harder time putting it into like a, a checklist or something. i sure i i mean i i think all of the things you're describing are things i really want too yeah um it but yeah i think you, you're right in that like it's not like a a, a checklist sort of thing it's like a, an essence. It's like a, a a a fact of existence that like we haven't really had a yes, chance to experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get to experience that again. It's like environmental. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. you're you're. It's like waiting for a specific type of weather, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's like waiting for a seasonal change. Right. Like, I can't yeah. wait till the days get above seventy five. You know that actually is something that I miss too, a little bit. We live in Minnesota and it gets super cold. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to experience super coldness. Which what are you saying, Stephen? <laughs> I'm saying I, I like to just going to hibernate every winter. I like to fear for my life a little bit. That's part of the pleasantries of Minnesota. It's true. <laughs> Builds character. Yeah. 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 If it's not below 50 in my apartment, then I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh... <laughs> part, part of being connected to nature is freezing your ass off. <laughs> Wait, yes. did, I, did I mishear you? You miss being outside in the cold. Is that what you're saying? I, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, just you know, I don't know. Like, I, I really like what I have been doing most of the pandemic is I have just been stuck in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would go to my parents every once in a while, and then it's been nice. But like, I'd only be over there for like a day or an evening or a day. Um, and so it was mostly just me in my apartment, and I felt I don't have a car, 
So I felt very paranoid going to places because I didn't. In order for me to do that, I need to take a train mm-hmm. uh, and, or a bus or something. And so like I would order all of my food, order all of my drinks or whatever things I needed and it wouldn't leave. Uh, so I wouldn't really leave my apartment. And I know I could go out and go for walks, but I don't know. I um, normally when I I, I I do like walking, but normally I need a reason to go to a place mm-hmm. to walk. I'm um, the same way. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. uh, that. So so as a result of that, I haven't really experienced weather changes. Mm-hmm. Other mm-hmm. than just seeing it outside of my window, see, I like that. Yeah, I I put on my coat three times this winter. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not exaggerating. Sure, it's yeah. Literally the amount of times. Yeah, I put as and I, I mean, I look pretty good in my coat, but um, <laughs> like I'm, I was happy to have uh, passed on that this year. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know. Yeah. I I don't. That is interesting. Like the. Uh. I think that's common. People love the 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 drift of time and the the change of the way like all of that is is a part of feeling like you are part of the world mm-hmm. yeah um i don't feel that but i understand it sure yeah yeah and yeah it, i mean that's it it felt well like a lot of people said like you know it was it's been march 2020 for, for 12 year. months yeah, yeah. For, um yeah. and it really kind of felt like that because other than like seeing my window change like weather and stuff i didn't really experience the 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 the, the changes in temperature yeah and you know actual rain and snow and stuff like there are very frequently times when I forgot that there was snow on the ground that it was actually winter, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Like it was, it was a. Uh, I don't know. I had a hard time with that. Yeah. I get, but like it, you know, at the same time, it was nice that I didn't have to experience extremely cold we- winters. Yeah, right. Um, and didn't have to trudge myself through the snow. But I don't do know. you think that there was something that? Uh, yeah, because obviously freezing in outside in Minnesota winters is not yeah. fun. Yeah, but you're not talking about that. It's not the I want to feel something to feel alive. You, yeah. You're saying that there was something else about it that that you maybe didn't know that it, you missed. It, it just you... didn't feel like things were changing yeah. like it normally mm-hmm. does. Right, right, right. And that's, yeah. And so, like, being able to experience that temperature change and weather change and it being raining means that each day is different. Mm-hmm. It felt like a lot of days were the same. It felt like five days of Monday and then two days of weekend. Yeah. You know, and it, it and it didn't feel like monday tuesday wednesday thursday you know yeah yeah um, in a lot of ways mm-hmm. what has been nice is like scheduling different like game sessions and stuff with people on different days because yeah. then it tells you oh today is tuesday right you've got star trek or whatever yeah um you know i would say yeah my week has been has has been more structured and routine yeah than during the pandemic yeah because you have to schedule things mm-hmm. to, to happen mm-hmm. there's much less spontaneity yeah um I don't mind that. I don't. I don't mind it either way. I guess, but it is just interesting that how you know. I wonder how much of that we'll, we'll hold on to. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, Ellen, you had weekly D and D for a hundred thousand years, so th- that <laughs> that's that's scheduling a social life is probably not new to you. Uh no, no, and it's just kind of the way that Eric and I operate because we have lots of different interests. So, like, if yeah. we were going to do something, it's like, is it on the calendar? No. Well, then it's not real. Yeah, you're both scrum masters at heart. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and just yeah, exactly. So, it's not something I'm unused to, but taking it offline, you know, back out into the world, is gonna be weird. Just like stuff, stuff I haven't had to think about. Like when you're scheduling something, you're trying to meet up with somebody. There's like travel time that you have to account for, and yeah. there's traffic that you have to account for, yeah. and you have to like put your shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, those are all things. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. 
I'll say so. I um this so okay. So this is background here. So I, I'm a I'm a type one diabetic. So when I go somewhere, I have to take things with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Ever since I was I was young when I, I was diagnosed, I always have to have props with me wherever I go. Yeah. And so um, when I was younger, that was you know uh, syringes and vials and stuff. And and these days it's a insulin pump. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was going to go there somewhere for a long time or the pump is low, I need to bring with me the supplies to refill it. Mm-hmm. And so I developed a habit pretty early on of always having a backpack or a satchel or something. So that's yeah. just how I, it doesn't matter if I need anything else. Like I always, you know, so, but that's one thing now that I've been going out running errands and stuff a little bit more freely in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I, I was fully vaccinated a few weeks before the two of you. Um, and so I, I, I've started to just almost take advantage of it by like not ordering groceries and going to get groceries just because I could, Yeah, you know, um, you know, and I still same, like I didn't do anything different. I had a mask on and everything, but, um, it's now when I go out, I, it takes me much longer to get out the door Yeah, because mm-hmm. I forget that I have to like get all the things I need to get. Yeah. Um, whereas it used to be such that if I walked out the door without a, a, a backpack, it was, I was very nervous to not have extra stuff. And now, because now I have to re, re, re you know, rehabitualize that. I still know, I still uh, need to go do it. I just don't know where I put everything. Like, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, it feels like it takes twice as long, even though if you probably clocked it, it didn't. But it feels like it takes twice as long yeah. because you gotten rusty. Yeah, and I was, I always do the double check. People do like phone wallet keys or whatever. Yeah, like, I have kind of a hyper sensitive version of that. Um, and so I do that, but I'll, but I don't remember. I haven't had to do it. So like, I'm just way slower at it now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I'll be like, Dale, I'm going to go uh, uh, run that errand now. I'll be back pretty soon. Should I pick up some lunch for you? And then by the time I actually get like, literally by the time I get going, it's been another half an hour Yeah, <laughs> because I've just been like, it, it sort of like stopped in my tracks and, um, and then Dale's just getting hungry. And <laughs> <laughs> how do I go out in the world again? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. Like, I feel like a lot of those, those little small things, the habits. Like I, I mean, I don't remember when the bus leaves or the train leaves. Yeah, I used to be pretty good at knowing when the train would leave every in the morning and such. Um, and I mean, I haven't really had to take the train very much since I've been vaccinated. But, um, uh, you know, me not being familiar with that again, I have to re remember all of that stuff or re familiarize myself with that stuff. Uh, and so, uh, it's been it, yeah, like that 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 I got to pick up all that again and remember all of that. It in its um. I'm going to be late for things. I think yeah. a lot oh, more. Oh, no, you're totally right. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah. And I'm at the mercy of the train. So it's just how it is going to be. I think right. it's fine. <laughs> I don't mind that. Actually, taking the train has been interesting. I mean, I've only taken it. Well, I took it on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And like there was only one other one or two other people on in my car, mm-hmm. um, which was weird because I mean, it was it was in the evening. Um, and I realize that, you know, a lot of people are taking the train now, but just like only having a few people in the in the cars. You know, so it's interesting. Strange. You you were talking about that um, uh, off the air a little while ago. And yeah. I was, it was confused because I, I, I've taken the train downtown a few times mm-hmm. and um, in the middle of the day. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's been less, um, less, less people, but still, you know, you still have to work to find your six feet between. Right. And And I was thinking like, oh, well, you know, that must just be the case to work day. And, you know, uh, there are a lot of people who just have to take the train. Yeah. And this was back when, you know, earlier when I was fully vaccinated, it was still, I was still, still pretty rare-ish. So mm-hmm. I, I was assuming that it, it it wasn't full back to normal. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's good that the train is still operating. It's still serving the community that it needs to. Yeah. And then you described, you, but as the evening, I and mean, this is a roundabout way of saying, I wonder if it's just that 
the train ridership that's dropped is elective train ridership, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. It's just like people who didn't have to take the train are no longer taking the train. Um, so it's just been it's been kind of quiet. Yeah, which, well, that'll pick up now. It, yeah, it'll start picking up soon. But like one of the draws of taking the train is being able to see people doing whatever it is they're doing yeah. sometimes it's annoying because sometimes people be loud or whatever mm -hmm. but other times you know you i just... will say the fact that you have that romanticism about riding the train is just so heartwarming because <laughs> i think that's not what people would expect they'd be like oh man this train is empty finally you know like, oh yeah that's true <laughs> i don't know like i feel like that is a draw of taking the train like yeah. if i wanted to yeah. just go place by myself i would have bought a car by now uh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or i take a lift or something frankly yeah um so uh yeah i don't know the, the having the train and like being able to see a bunch of people just taking the train just sitting around yeah. and being in a space where other people are in i think was nice um yeah this whole good. this whole pandemic has made me realize that that kind of experience is actually really important to me to have like it's important for me to have that kind of experience on a regular basis mm -hmm. because that's like i've had lots of small one-on-one -on -one contact like going out and walking around with friends or my sister and I going to like a dog park with the dogs and walking around and hanging out with Eric and so on and so forth so I've had a lot of like one-on-one -on -one contact we've had the the game nights with friends like we've been doing the podcast and I've had all these like small group conversations but going out and just being in a mass of people yeah of people doing just like existing yeah together generally it's generally fine mm -hmm. and just being in that kind of space on a regular basis is something i really missed like i used to when i was um in the before times mm -hmm. um if i was having a rough day i'd go down to the mall of america i don't like shopping at the mall of america <laughs> i really don't like i don't yeah. as a shopping experience like it's yeah mm -hmm. and um it's but it is kind of like an indoor park and they've made they've like lots of green spaces and yeah. kind of fun lights and things like that. So I would go there and I grab a coffee and I just kind of walk around and look at people and just walk. And it always calmed me down. It always made me feel better. Um, I would never buy anything because that would not help me feel better. <laughs> uh, it would have made me feel worse. But well, aside from the coffee. And then I would just like walk around and see people doing people stuff. And yeah. it was really reassuring. Yeah. And haven't had that in a long time. Right. So I'm looking forward to that too. Is the Mall of America open? I don't know. Um, yeah, it probably is. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, so I, things have, everybody knows this in, in, in our American audience anyway, like the, the, uh, like you were saying earlier, Stephen, about like not knowing what to do. Yeah. Um, there's been a little bit of like guidance whiplash. Um, and right. most recently the CDC guidelines on, on, uh, vaccinated and masks. I think a lot of people, um, uh, I want to say of our persuasion of folks who were very cautious and very trust the science type folks, mm -hmm. it was very nerve wracking to suddenly hear like initially the guidance only two weeks prior was, you know, yes, if you're vaccinated, you still got to wear a mask, just, you know, sit tight. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly to turn around and change uh, my understanding. Um, and I, I trust that that the, the new guidance is based in science, mm -hmm. um, that vaccinated people are are not at risk uh, of being of spreading. COVID and that's yeah. very that is incredibly reassuring mm -hmm. yeah but there's a social component to it that I think is a little bit unusual mm -hmm. and so you know I I um we've had some pretty good compliance here in Minnesota but uh, at least in, in Minneapolis um uh but I have seen more people without a mask on in the past two weeks which makes sense because 
it's the government's saying it's fine now. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are still uh, just, be, you know, like they're not ready to be have that social interaction of like, you know, because I'm not, you're not talking to all the people around you as mm-hmm. you walk through the park or at the mall. Right. And so you don't know, you know, that sort of that like, you know, are you vaccinated or do you just like just not have your mask on because some people would forget or or, you know, or worse. Right. There's a lot of assumptions that, pe- that people make of each other. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of lack of trust going around. And I I think I think that I can tr- I think I can trust people like generally. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, that sort of unknowability is very frustrating and in a right. time of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think people are very frustrated by that. I'm a little less tolerant of people being like, um, uh, no, you can't change this rule because and only because a bunch of people will take advantage of it. Yeah, because I think they would have taken advantage of it regardless of that. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And ultimately, like, if you are going to trust the science, you want to, you do actually want to trust the science. Yeah. Um, but it, the messaging has been very confusing and very, it's not been rolled out very well. Right. Um, and it has been kind of difficult. I'm like, I'm vaccinated. I can take my mask off at IKEA, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah. And I, and I, the, for social reasons, almost exclusively now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to, it's a little strange, I think. Um, I just made me think of this because you know, like the I'm sure the mall is open, and I'm sure people are navigating that right now. Yeah. Um, you know, but all throughout the pandemic, you know, not everybody could shop online, not everybody could work right. from home, and so a lot right. of I think a lot more things were open. Um, than maybe um, than certainly I was sort of like cognizant of. Mm-hmm. Um, because they had to be. Yeah. Um, and so there there are people who had who navigated this in a much more on the surface level, ground level way. I'm just rambling now, but it's fine. This is what this whole episode yeah. is supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, think about like, the, yeah. what, what we have now that when we, we go out into the world and sort of is, I think what a lot of people experienced throughout the pandemic Yeah, because they were forced to by circumstance. Sure. Um, and it's, uh, it's gonna be really interesting. I, I really hope there's a lot of effort on um, the oral history of this, this year and a half uh, where mm-hmm. people talk about like what it was like for them. I think we've, we are drowning in people's experiences right now. Like uh, yeah. we're all talking to each other. We all have this thing in common, which is kind of great. Actually, we have a common ground. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a real value to that, but I really do hope that because we all are, we all, I'm, we're only hearing from the people in our lives. Right. I, I really, I would love to read a book of stories of regular people from all over the world. Um, yeah. because I, there'll be a lot of things that are familiar. There'll a lot of things I, because I, the more confident I am about how, what, what is happening, the, the, I always to catch myself like, mm. no, no, no. You know, it's, it's, it's really different for everybody. Right. You know? Yeah. And now that we go out in the world, I see like other people experiencing it, but I'm like, yes, but I'm, I'm seeing them having their experience now. I'm not right. seeing what those people did a month ago or two right. months ago yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I had the same, I had the same thinking when I was just walking to get to a place Yeah. Um, on, on Thursday. Like I was noticing people walking around living life, going into places. There were people in, sitting in uh, restaurants or whatever, mm-hmm. hanging out. And I was like, wow, this is a... <laughs> I am imagining that people were doing this for a while now and I'm just now noticing it. Um, I kind of had those experiences throughout the whole pandemic because like when I would get rides from my brother or whatever, I would see people outside and be like, wow, there are people outside doing stuff. Yeah. Um, and I had to, I, I did have to like leave my apartment to like turn in an assignment or something. So, um, I, I like I wasn't completely locked in, but yeah, it, but every like it, it, it was in, I guess, first like i would maybe leave every once a month or something um and so like i that experience or seeing people doing stuff over time and like sort of feeling like things changed but didn't change and i'm not being clear as to how much things had actually changed because i'm only seeing 
one specific instance of it yeah. made it very confusing to know how other people were dealing with stuff. Because like a lot of people were complaining about how people aren't wearing masks and stuff. And from my perspective, I was like, isn't everybody wearing masks? Because I yeah. only saw myself. Right. So, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent of the people around me are wearing masks. Right. <laughs> well, let me ask really the both good of you. compliance in this apartment. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask the both of you because that's in talking to people um, from other states and other countries. Yeah. In this past year, and a lot of people are being very, they get very frustrated. I think anecdotes become data in your mind. Yeah. And so people kind of, or other people's anecdotes become data in your mind. Right. And so I think there's a there was a lot of um, and like that, that growing distrust in other people. I, I, I'm, I've been very nervous about that Yeah, and hearing because what, because what I have seen is I have seen when I have gone out, when I've had to, when I've gone grocery shopping at three in the morning, you know, yeah. early in the pandemic, yeah. um, you know, or when I had to go out into the world, I, for the most part, and I, this is very much my experience, but I mostly saw, I didn't see a lot of con- I didn't see any confrontations. Right. I didn't, for the most part, people had masks on Yeah, people walking through parking lots on their way back to their car. Didn't take their mask off till they got in their car. Yeah. It seemed to be a pretty, I think people understood, but I don't know how true that is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like how widespread is that? So for the two of you, did you see a lot of situations where, or, or even anecdotally, where people like at grocery stores or whatever, because I, I feel people talk about it and I'm like, I don't know. I think people are doing fine. Um, at least in at least the slice of life that I'm exposed to. Um, I really only heard it from other people. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't really go to grocery stores or anything. Yeah. So from, uh, from what, other, what I heard from other people, people were not wearing masks. But I mean, that's only hearsay. Like, right, I, I right. don't know how much. And real, frankly, you know, we 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 emphasize the negative at, uh, experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you see right. one person not wearing a mask, you're like, nobody's wearing a mask. <laughs> and you know, it's it, it, it in in a lot of ways, it kind of makes sense because, like, if they're exposing yourself, the mask isn't going to prevent it from necessarily exposing it to other people. So it feels yeah, like a yeah. much more dangerous thing than maybe it is. I right. don't know enough about the science to know whether or not it is how dangerous it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like I, 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 I think that like there were probably more people than I personally think there were not wearing masks, but I don't, it did feel like people were relatively safe about stuff. Yeah. Even in, like, even when people weren't wearing masks, there was a lot of distancing. And yeah. 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 Uh, I think people were like um, doing their best, but then they, they, they were all three feet apart instead of six feet apart. Yeah. And I think that was just because we, we tried to make this autonomic and I don't think, I don't think we successfully did that as a society. Yeah. Uh, so we were all on our toes the whole time. Yeah. But I think people tried. Right. Um, yeah. That was my experience, but I, I have to be open to the, to the possibility. It wasn't, that's why I'm asking you the two of you because my, the slice of life I see is pretty similar to the slice of life you see. So. Mm. Yeah. Everyone in, I think everyone I know personally was really good with mask. Um, adherence and social distancing when I would go out like to grab something from the grocery store we did most of our groceries delivered and so on and so forth but when we would go somewhere I'd like see one person in the store out of you know 50 people in the store with their mask on incorrectly right yeah you know yeah. and that always drove me crazy yeah it's not hard you guys <laughs> right <laughs> and it doesn't do anything if your nose is sticking out yes. yeah so you might as well just take it off then <laughs> Well, that's the difference between like the the trusting people to try and actually whether they did it or not. Yeah, that just to yeah. me, I always interpreted that as like malicious compliance. Um, yeah, right. But then you don't, right, it's the background, the 50, the 50 other people in the store who have their mask on correctly. You don't notice mm-hmm. that because that's just, the, they aren't the outliers. The outlier yeah. is what you remember. Yeah. And the yeah. outliers in this case were the people not wearing their masks or not wearing them correctly or trying to cause a fuss that I can't really think of 
seeing that kind of malicious compliance more than a handful of times. Yeah. On the other hand, I really wasn't out doing things in buildings with other right. people more right. than a handful of times. Yeah. Right. Um, but everyone like walking on the walking paths, people are not wearing, they're not wearing masks, but everyone was really careful to socially distance mm -hmm. and, and that was fine. And I got yelled at once because I was running by a bus stop or across a intersection. I was out running. Mm -hmm. For exercise. Yeah. And <laughs> listeners can't see, but Ellen is mimicking a running motion with her hands <laughs> for exercise. Um, and I was like, stop. I was waiting for a traffic light to change. And this was near like a small shopping center where the grocery store is that we usually go to. And um, nobody's around, right? It's outside. Like it was outside. And somebody yelled at me for not wearing a mask. And that was like, okay, people in my neighborhood take it really seriously. Yeah. I got yelled at for not wearing a mask while I was by myself outside. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't need, according to the guidelines, I don't need to be wearing a mask right, right now. Right, right, right. But I appreciate that you care. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It was like, it's an overreaction, but good job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I am, I am glad that you say that you said something to me because it means that you take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and then I ran away. <laughs> yeah. because i was exercising right, right not right, because right, it right. was scary actually i i am remembering now that i i did go out with my parents walking because my parents have been walking a lot over mm -hmm. the, the this whole thing and um when they went out like they don't wear masks and i was really surprised to hear that i was like why aren't y'all wearing masks because we're just walking it doesn't like if we were running i could see that being the case but if we're just walking we should, you know we should wear masks and be safe um, and my parents were like, no, it's safe. We make sure to be distant when like we're crossing people around the mm -hmm. um, our walking path or whatever. Um, I put my mask on for my own comfort mm -hmm. um, when we did it. But uh, yeah, I, like a lot of people weren't wearing masks when they were walking outside um, on, on the in the on the walking paths or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like we would distance ourselves from people and stuff when we crossed paths with them. But I was just like I was very anxious that whole time. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. why, aren't, why aren't these people wearing masks? What's going on? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. And we've learned a lot more of the science of it that yeah. outdoor transmission is extremely rare. Right. So it's very likely that even people who are non-compliant in outdoors were probably not. But we didn't know that. Yeah. We didn't know that then. Yeah. Um, and that's been a, that's been an interesting part of this whole thing is is we do these check-ins. I've lamented about the the you know I would have just loved a big old checklist like yeah you yeah. know like um I you know there's a certain time there's a certain case where sometimes. Like the government should sometimes tell you what to do. Yeah. That's not taking your freedom because because yeah. I don't have an opinion about whether I should wear a mask in the park. Or yeah. Not. I have no I have no opinion either way. So I will do what you tell me. Yes. Is if I can trust, you know, there's there's obviously an element of trust involved. Yeah. But I think that there were, uh, authorities were very resistant to having real directives because humans generally and Americans in particular are resistant to that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But um. But also uh, our understanding changed. And I think the resistance wasn't just about worrying about a reaction, but also the we didn't have a lot of confidence in what the best practices were. We never we never got a solid footing right. on there. We're only now getting closer to that, where now that the risks generally are even less. And so it's kind of almost less important for us mm -hmm. to know what the things are. Well, I mean, we've got more knowledge and skills uh, instilled in the population for the next one. Unfortunately, there will yeah, be another yeah. one. Um, that's just how it is. But like a lot of countries who saw um, H1N1, I'm probably I'm definitely outside of my domain here. Mm -hmm. um, but company or uh, organizations, 
countries that saw have seen pandemics in the last decade or two yeah. had compliance that was way higher, right? When it came to countermeasures yes. and preventative measures, because they've they've been doing it already. They know what it's like. They know what they have to do. They have the masks already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the best example of that is South Korea. Mm-hmm. South Korea was the only uh I think it was the only nation and uh, I'm my facts might be a little bit off, but mm-hmm. the only nation outside the Middle East that had a MERS outbreak. Uh, in twenty something, yeah, um, sure. and yeah. um, and they it was handled kind of badly. Um, it wasn't a couple of people died, but it was generally thought to have culturally it was thought to have been a big failure of government. Okay, uh, to to not prepare for that. Sure. Um, and so uh, when COVID came around, there was a ton of social interest, uh, public pressure to 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 do it right. Yeah, and there, there was very little um, squabbling about. Uh, about um not just compliance but about like uh who should be in charge of deciding or you know like what once a decision's been made like how 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 long should we litigate it like yeah and they moved pretty quickly yeah um so they they were a success story early on in the pandemic hmm. um i think i think that's probably the best example of what you're talking about ellen that, that sort of like you as a as a culture as a society as a as a, a civilization you learn your lesson yeah. You know, and that's, you know, it'd be better if we had more foresight, but learning our lessons, the next best thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to keep my masks. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I could do with them other than keep them. Yeah. Turn them yeah. into a bikini or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> doesn't seem like a very. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. They're going to stay as masks. Yeah. That right. seems. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Okay, folks, enough rambling. We have pieces of news to talk about. Yes. I'm sure we can ramble our way through that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it's been a bit of an eventful week or two, I think, uh, just outside of us all now being vaccinated. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, Stephen, you and I both got offered jobs this past week. Yes. Um, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about as much as we can at this early stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, you go first? Okay, I can go first. Yeah, I um, got an offer from Future Club. Um, they are the developers of Skullgirls. Um, and yeah, uh, well, actually, I can technically get an offer. We have to figure out the details <laughs> as, as of me talking now. But yeah. I think there's I some TBD involved. But, but yes, yes, yes. When when um, basically the, 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 the job would I would be a senior developer uh, for Future Club, um, which is, you know, is really big. So we'd be working. I would be working on their next project. Mm-hmm. What that may be, I don't know. Um, um, I would be doing a lot of the game play development stuff, which is perfect because, like, if it was art stuff, I would have art. <laughs> well, that's a studio known for their really strong art styles. Yeah, and so a lot of times indie games will be they'll cobble together art talent from the existing from what they've got going, and that's yeah. a really great way to do it. Mm-hmm. But this is a studio that is it brings on illustrators to really define the look of their work. Right. Yeah. And that's perfect for you because you don't want any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. And what will be like, they are doing a lot. Of, they're venturing into unity. Um, and so I will be doing a lot of the, uh, you know, setting them up for that. Yeah. Um, and I've been developing in unity for seven years longer than that, probably, I guess at this point. Um, so yeah, I, I will help them, you know, figure that all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, um, it is a co-op and that's not that's not something i'm used to but yeah. uh yeah I, I it's it's very exciting i'm really excited that's really cool yeah. yeah i think it's a 
you know, you've talked in the past about your career as a developer mm -hmm. and like what your aims are, what you want and, and what you haven't gotten and what, what, what you like your frustrations yeah. and your triumphs. Yeah. And this show has been like, we've documented a lot of that on yeah. the program mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm so pleased. I'm so proud of you too. <laughs> Um, because this is, you've, you always said you don't want, you don't love development. You want to be a designer. Yeah. And, but what is, is you're an excellent developer and this is a job where you can, um, the way you were describing it to me anyway, is that you can do a lot of the work that you are trained for, that you have the education in. Yeah. And, um, you have a ton of design experience, right. but you haven't had a lot of career mentorship or opportunities in design. Yeah. And this is a place where you can get that in a place that's small enough and collaborative enough where you get to still do some design work in a way that is in a supportive environment. Yeah. In a way. And, and also, but you're not an intern. You're, yeah. you're, you're a senior developer. Yeah. You get to bring all the skills and talent that you've had over these, these past years to that process, but you don't have to choose. Yeah. Um, that's my hope for you anyways, that you, you won't have to choose at this new place. You'll be able to, to do both of those things. I'm really excited for yeah, you. Yeah, we, we, we actually talked about that a little bit on, during the interview process. Like, mm -hmm. um, I would like to do some design stuff um and basically they said we're small enough a team where basically everybody's going to be doing a little bit of everything yeah, it's just cool. that some people are responsible for it mm -hmm. at the end of the day um and so yeah i'm really looking forward to that and i'm really looking forward to seeing all the designers actual spreadsheets seeing <laughs> all the numbers Ooh, yeah. getting to see why they made why they made this thing nine instead of ten <sighs> and you're gonna call a meeting because it's because <laughs> like it's got to be 9.72 <laughs> <Yes. laughs> y'all don't even know I'm seeing only whole numbers in here. I know it can be better. You 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 you, you don't understand how excited I am for that. It's <laughs> <sighs> gonna be so great. <laughs> but I'm not the only one who got a job recently, right? I don't know who else got a new job. Uh, I think it was you. <gasps> it was. You better remember this. <laughs> yeah. Write it down. I just finished my first week. Um. Um. I it's uh, I got hired by Tender Shoot. Um, and that's, uh, the folks who did, uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah. And I'm been working on their next project. Yeah. Um, which is very exciting because I'm going to be doing, uh, building tools and systems. So, um, this is also a group of developers who have, uh, are new to Unity. <laughs> and so uh, I'm being brought in for my C Sharp and Unity knowledge. Mm -hmm. I gotta say though, the, 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 the lead developer that I'm working with, Mike, is, um, you wouldn't know it. Uh, no. he, uh, just from the work I've been doing this past week is he's really taking quickly to a lot of this stuff. Cool. Um, so I, um, I, when I was talking to them in an interview, they were, you know, I was saying like, you know, we need someone who can sort of show us the rope sometimes. And I'm like, brilliant. I have actually some experience doing that kind of work. And I, 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 I that's not a burden on me. I'm happy to be a resource as well as, you know, uh, uh, providing extra work of my own. Yeah. Um, but I, and, and I've been, a you know, I've been a, a sounding board on that so far, but I don't think I'm going to have to be doing a ton of that work. I think <laughs> they're catching on quick and I'm really mm -hmm. pleased about that. That's good. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be, I, I, man, I want, there's so much I want to talk about uh, with it. Um, but I think it won't make a lot of sense at first, but like I'm building like, um, you know, I'm like creating a programming language for this, this thing. Yeah. Um, this is really, really cool. And what's great about it is like your, the experience you're describing, Steven, um, this is a very, very small team. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's a, um, if anyone's played Hypnospace Outlaw, you know that that game has a ton of its content, uh, was driven by its structure. Yeah. And and vice versa. And so that is definitely gonna be the case for this new project where a lot of the um the way um basically I'm building these tools for people to create content with. What that means is that I'm building the playground for them to play in. Yeah. In a way that's gonna define what this content is, which is 
it's so up my alley. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing how this is exactly the right work for me in the sense that like, um, you know, they didn't hire me as a designer, but it's the same thing. It's like yeah. I will be unavoidably doing design work on this project mm-hmm. in a way that is um, I'm very, very excited about. Yeah. Um, and so it's been a, a real blast. And it's it's the it looked like a cool thing to to go for <laughs> when I talked to them. We clicked immediately. And uh, when I found out what it really was. Um, I got extremely excited and then they offered it to me, you know, the next day. And so it's just been smooth sailing so far. <laughs> we'll see how smooth sailing it goes. <laughs> um, but I like, I, I love the folks involved and, um, it's a, it's also a part-time job for me. So yeah. it's going to be three days a week, which means I still have the rest of my week to do, to finish my own games, which that's been always, the re- I've always been resistant to, to getting a job in, in games because I, I don't necessarily want to, um, I mean, I guess I have it both ways. I didn't really want to work on somebody else's game. That was not something I wanted to do. Sure. You know, I would I would love to be, I'm happy to be third on the on the list. You know, like it's somebody else's vision, but I'm there, you know, uh, leading the charge. Like that's, it's not that I, it needs to be my my vision or anything, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't just want to do the labor. Like I've done that in, in my career in media and that's really unsatisfying. Yeah. Um, and so um, I, I was always resistant to that because then I wouldn't be able to do my own projects. Um, but in this case, not only, Am I the basically the number three on this project in the sense that like I get to contribute, but also support a core vision that I don't have the responsibility for, which is also nice. Yeah. Um. But I get to have a lot of, a lot of say, which is good. But also I get the rest of my I get the rest of the week to keep working on my own thing. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't have to go hustling for gigs. I don't like it, my next two years are scheduled, and I'm really really pleased about that. It's still it means that I only have. You know, I mean, I'm be working the weekend, so four days a week, I'm be working on Metro Nexus and and, the, and my Playdate project, yeah, and anything else that I put together. That is less time than I've been able to devote the past few months, but it's ultimately the best thing for me right now. So yeah. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, and the way you were describing this job to me before, I was like, this is the perfect, literally the perfect yeah. job. For you. Yeah, for sure. It's it's, un- it's uncanny, <laughs> and ha- I mean, it was a bit of a stroke of luck. I just, I, mm-hmm. was, I mean, like any job, you see a listing, you go for it, and then you imagine yeah. all the other ways it could have gone, but it is. So unbelievably perfect for me. Yeah. In a way that is just unbelievable. And it just a couple of weeks ago, it wasn't a, even a, something I would con- have considered. So it's amazing how quickly these things can can happen for you. Yeah. yeah. You know? You're ready for it and you're open for it and being yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Congratulations, yeah. you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, Ellen, you you transitioned as well over over our time being online, recording oh. online. Well, it was a long time ago. It was a little while ago, but you, you've probably settled into a yeah. groove at this point. I'd like to hear yeah. about Ellen, that. this section is split in three. You need to take your third of this section. I wanted to see if I could hold the play date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's right here. I'll, yeah. yeah. For you. Um, things are fine for me. Yeah. Yep. That's it? Nothing is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any... I'm still moving rocks sure. on the landscape. Haven't killed any plants. Oh, I'm holding the play date. It's so cute. Well, if you go ahead and press A, you'll launch the the in progress application, and we could because we could just announce it on the show. I'm working on Widget Satchel too. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Look at the little zoom. <laughs> That's bigger than I remember. There's it a sprocket. It's <laughs> jumping. What does the crank do? Uh, it does nothing in the main menu, but if you go to the, um, there's uh, a bunch of signs above you. Blink. Um, Blink. <laughs> go ahead under the gravimetric sign. Gravometric. Ooh, I'm having a difficult time jumping over there. 
Oh, there, got it. Gravimetrics. And then go ahead and press uh, B, and that will launch the mini game. This is going to be a mini game collection yeah. that uses all the hardware on the play date, this amazing bunch of stuff. And then um, the, the, the game that, that is the prototype that, of the game that Ellen is looking at now, it's the only one that's working in the game right now, use the crank to rotate one of our tidy bots, the little robots that you face. And then you have to use a, a stylus to move like a radi- on a radial maze on the top of this, this robot that you're rotating. And um, to basically break all of its components. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the, the mechanic is such that uh, I've described this to you, Stephen, a couple of times, I yeah. think, but I don't think I've talked about it on the show. Um, but, in, but the game will have a bunch of mini games and each mini game is kind of a um, sort of tower defense, uh, a high score style where um, you have to kind of um, you work to break a bunch of stuff and each, each game is a little bit different. And then ultimately, the um, <laughs> Ellen just handed me the play. Thought game. it was broken. Yeah. Ah. Um, well, a lot of things don't work, so it is kind of broken. It's um, in development. Sorry, yeah, in development. It's not yeah. broken. Yeah. But uh, the idea is that you you basically you go to these mini games, and then you have to keep an eye on the other mini games repair steps. So the humans on the, on the bridge will fix the things you break. How dare they? And so you have to break them in a in an order in order to keep it broken as long as possible. Yeah. And that's very sprocket. And the game is over once they've repaired all the systems. Um, and so it, while you're doing a mini game, which is in, in the, you can either it's a, a maze or an accelerometer driven labyrinth. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a, um, a, a Guitar Hero style rhythm game because the thing has a microphone. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. DS style. Um, bunch of, I have a bunch of fun ideas for these games. As you do those, you need to kind of say, OK, now I've done this well enough. I need to go quickly. It's plate spinning. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the metaphor that I should have used from the beginning. <laughs> it's plate spinning, and if you can spin the plates long enough, uh, and keep the bi- keep the humans busy, um, you'll get the high score. And I yeah. I'm, I'm excited about this as a meta game. It also lets me like play with all the components as a little piece of hardware. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. Ellen's having such a good time. Oh man, <laughs> this is a hard maze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but um, the uh, Panic who makes a play date, they're going to be um, they're, do- they're putting out another um update a video that sort of showcases some of the the work they've been doing and the people who have been in the developer preview game and Ooh. this will be part of it you'll Yay! see a, a, people will see a little bit of a, a maybe a four or five second taste along with all the other, all the other really amazing projects That's that, cool. that the developers are doing um so stay tuned for that but yeah, yeah it's a good good opportunity to announce what it is i'm working on with this thing yeah oh boy <laughs> <laughs> oh boy we 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 we've talked for a while now. Yeah. Um and is we, that how this works? We just talk for a while and then we stop and doing we're it. Done. We're supposed to do that for this episode because it was a special and nobody told me we were supposed to have an outro. So uh-huh. we don't have an outro. Yeah. Uh, play nice. I looked at my script. So until we until we start again. Do it again one more make nice nice games slash discord. Nice games dot club slash discord nice uh-huh. games dot club slash discord patreon patreon yes nice games feedback club form. slash feedback. feedback form yep nice games dot club slash feedback email us contact at nice games dot club dale tweets things dale yep. tweets things like <laughs> such such as game dev resources and insert funny tweet here yep all that uh uh, if you want, we have show notes. We've got we, a page. We are not going to have show notes. I promise. Probably you. not. No, I it's going to be. I, I, I had be... ambitions to take notes. I didn't do that either. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash nice. Give us your money. Yeah, we, we did that website because this, this is an episode worth paying for. You better believe. <laughs> 
no, no, we're not putting this on the Patreon. We, we only put things on there worth paying for. <laughs> no, right, right, right. There are extra things on the Patreon. I just posted something on the Patreon that was cool. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Check all of those things out. Uh, peace. Hug your friends. <laughs> if you can. Hug your friends if you can. I love it. Yes, hug your friends if you can. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I'm, I haven't hit stop yet, so... <laughs> Cool. How cool. do we know when to end? You know, normally, how do we know when to end? How- There's an outro. <laughs> oh, the song right. ends. The song stops. <laughs> Play us home. <laughs> I'm going to give you one more chance. <laughs> to do what? To close us out. Speed <laughs> me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I th- I was really, I was trying to be good this episode about Star Trek Yeah, well, but- when you put me in a corner, I don't know. What- when I'm surrounded by Star Trek things. This is your It's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. You should be glad we didn't play Star Trek trivia. We have the whole deck oh, in front okay. of us. Organized by season. Yeah. Stop it now. <laughs> Before we do trivia. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> There. No, I, I, yeah, either, I see where you're coming from, I, I don't know, it doesn't matter either way. No, that doesn't make sense either, because in previous years, each of us have picked, which means that happened before the previous Okay, years. but if you're right, then why is Google underlining in blue all of your things? What does it suggest, all of my things? Well, Google is... Because what it's saying is, it, it doesn't realize the stronger structure of it. Sure. Wouldn't, okay, what if we say, usually, or usually, each of us pick a few episodes? Right, so that, that's essentially the structure I'm using. So, okay. let's see if Google doesn't complain. Can we do that? Yeah, Google don't know. Now it's wrong if we change it to picked, right? Well, when I refreshed, did it, did it again? Yeah. Okay, got it. All right, I'm with you now. Okay. Okay, so you can cut out all that, but the first part of it was solid, so I'm just gonna jump down to the blue again. Wait, no, no, I just not solid because I had to put it in past tense. I'm just gonna do the whole thing over again. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.